Good evening. Uh, it is uh, Victoria, and I am here for our weekly webinar. Now, I told you last week that I might not be here this week, and uh, I'm here. Why am I here? Because my surgery that I was supposed to have yesterday, my hysterectomy, um, was postponed. So, I am here. Uh, we, what are we doing? We can't go in and see the puppies, but uh, they're getting big. Karen showed video yesterday, and these little chunkers are getting their legs underneath them and waddling around, and it's super cute. Uh, and I want to get in there and see them as soon as possible. They're way cuter than goats now, than goat babies. But, uh, but yeah, so here we are, going live, talk about fun things. Maybe not so fun things. Hopefully fun things. I don't have something in mind uh, whenever I started this. So I got a nebulizer, finally came in. The insurance, insurance was like you need, or the uh, pharmacy, Walgreens said, you need to have a prescription. So we got a prescription sent over and they then said, we're still not filling it for you. What do you expect me to do? Check other places. It's going to be $60 if we fill it. We'll fill it. I did find one on Amazon for probably around that same price, and we ordered it over the weekend, and it arrived today. So I had my first nebulizer treatment. Yay. Because uh, I've been having cough and issues since um, February, which has been super fun. Okay. I don't know if Karen can join us. I don't see how I can get somebody else on here. I know they updated it and it's a little bit confusing. But uh, but here we go. What is going on with you guys? What do I want to talk about? First, I want to talk about puppies because yeah, we've got puppies. We've got puppies for Hope Service Dogs. Hope Service Dogs. So follow us on Facebook. Follow us on uh, Instagram, follow us on YouTube because one of the things I did over the weekend is I took all the Facebook lives that Karen had done up through the weekend and put them up on YouTube. YouTube is the second largest search engine, so we wanted to be up there as well. Uh, next thing is, look what we got. We got a whole bunch of these in. Why are we going to do this? Well, there's a couple females that we're debating on which one we want to keep for our our breeding program so we are going to genetically dna test them and see we're not dna testing all of the puppies uh, but we are going to dna test the females that we're debating between uh, which ones we want to keep so then we will have that information it does take about three weeks to get that back so that is terrible i am not good at waiting and uh we we did that i had used embark for candy on my doberman and I liked it. Um, I had used paw print genetics before. Uh, Seth was done through something, Lab Loken maybe, over in the UK. And then uh, Lucy was done through something else. But uh, I like the results that we got back with Embark. And it's full and complete. Big and wide and up to code. And that was big. Uh, Jennifer asked, how was the procedure? It was postponed. So I was halfway through. My colon cleanse on Sunday, whenever the, the doctor called, well, not halfway through, more than halfway through, and uh, we, we canceled. Uh, we postponed it for a bit. Uh, so I'm waiting, waiting for that now. It's the waiting game, but one of the nice things with being halfway through the colon cleanse is I'm not afraid of it anymore. And it sounds silly, but I get, I have IBS and I get really bad stomach aches as in pass out stomach ache to escape the pain. 
And that's what I was kind of expecting with this because I've never taken, it was um, take Docolax and Miramax, you know, or take stuff to help get it out. And I've never taken those because I've always assumed that it was going to be worse than passing out and it wasn't. So that was kind of nice, but that's, I was, I was a little worried about that. So yeah, I still have, I still have everything. Uh, I didn't end up going to the hospital. Uh, you know, found out that no, I had to push the surgery. Um, Anjanette asks, what's the difference between Embark and paw print? So we had gone with paw print initially uh, because OFA, whenever you look up on the different tests and stuff, OFA is, I believe does the ichthyosis, whereas paw prints isn't on there. But I don't submit my genetic stuff to OFA because they charge you per test. And that's ridiculous because they check for like 20 different things. And I'm not paying 20 times $15 to have it recorded. Uh, whenever that stuff I make available through the website and people, if they want to see it, they can see it. Um, and Barg had a lot more information. Uh, and Jeanette, actually, I can send it to you um, if you want to see because uh, Gypsy and Roma are done through paw print and then candy is done through Embark. So Anjanette, if you want to send me a message, I can pull that up and send it to you so you can see visually what the difference is. Uh, candy was all clear. Um, Roma and, and um, the other one. Um, pulling it up, I keep them in Dropbox. <laughs> so my vet records are with me all the time. Uh, Roma and Gypsy were, were all clear. Yeah, the other one. Oh my gosh, Vicky. I'm crazy. Let's see if I can find it here while we're talking to here. Paw print. So they'll also do up a certificate or a report, the laboratory or laboratory report. Um, so I have gypsies right here and it shows that she's normal clear for um, DM, which is degenerative myopathy, uh, dystrophic, epidermolysis, bolusa, ichthyosis, muscle, muscular dystrophy, osteogenesis imperfecta, uh, PRA1, PRA2, PRA, the progressive rod cone degeneration, and sensory ataxic neuropathy. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine things. I'm, like, I'm not paying $15 times nine to, to record them. That's just silly, super silly. Um, but yeah, she was clear for all that, but that's all I really got. Now for candy, here's her Embark DNA. It was much more. It was nine pages, which is kind of nice because more. Um, it says on here her predicted adult weight was 75 pounds. She's not. She's about 58 pounds. So they were off quite a bit by that one. And uh, clinical traits. So her alanine aminotransferase activity result is low normal. Her ALT is low normal. And I was told that that is fine. That is nothing to worry about. Her health report, um, she is not a carrier or not at risk for any conditions and not a carrier for any conditions, candy. So that's fantastic. And they did the MDR1 drug sensitivity. Uh, they did a whole bunch of blood ones, including the Von Willebrand disease, which is a big one in the Dobermans, especially when candy bleeds. She bleeds like she has Von Willebrand and she doesn't. Uh, because she was cleared through parentage, she was cleared through genetic before I got her, she was cleared through this genetic, and then UF tested her and cleared her. So she's had multiple clearances for it, but she still bleeds like she is. 
So that is one thing whenever she does have her puppies and whenever she does undergo any sort of surgery, I do have to warn the vets about is that she bleeds like she has it. But it goes through a whole bunch on here. Some of it, I just saw something for Alaskan Malmute. So some of it we don't need. But it's kind of nice to see all the things that they tested her for and that she doesn't have any of them. Yay. Uh, they could have canceled before you started the prep, right? Tell me about it, Jennifer. I was kind of annoyed about that. But like I said, I was a little bit, that was what I was more worried about than the surgery because I figured Luke was a C-section. He was a planned C-section because of the dysautonomia. So if they could pull a nine or 10 pound child out of me, they can remove my hoo-ha stuff. Uh, but yeah, the prep I was worried, but like I said, now I'm not worried. So, so it'll be fine next time it comes up. Uh, yeah, Antoinette, just message me. I'll send a message. Thank you. Thank you, girl. Um, yeah, the prediction weights were way off. And I think it's so funny. Like, how are you going to guess how big it is? Um, you know, that's just, it's silly. But so we got, we redid, um, Seth and Lucy because I have them here and we did Tucker. Uh, Tucker's owner had paid us, you know, whenever she dropped off. Um, had, had requested since we were going to be doing them to, to do Tucker as well. So we got that in and, uh, and we, we, we got them all sent off today. So we, we did the cheek swab because it's a cheek swab of 30 to 60 seconds in the cheek. And then um, on the swab, then you flip the swab upside down and put it in the vial of crap and you shake it 10 times. And that is supposed to keep it good. And you put it in a bag, and you put it in another bag, and you ship it out. So it's super easy to do. I just have these here <laughs> for everybody else. Uh, we got, you could do up to four puppies in a litter. So we got four for the puppies in the litter. Uh, and then here is uh, Lucy. So we're going to, because I could, we got them at a good price. So we're going to redo um, Seth and Lucy and then Ginger too we're going to do. Uh, just so then we have everything too. And I kind of want to see because uh, I think one is a carrier for something the other is a carrier for something else. I want to see if it shows up that way again. You know, you never know with these genetic tests. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. <coughs> uh Puppies. Okay, so we have we do have a couple puppies left still unclaimed uh, from the frozen litter, and we have a couple people I'm waiting to hear from. I think we have four puppies left, and I have two people I'm waiting to hear from because until I get the puppy application, until I get the deposit, they're still up fair game, right? And I'm already taking deposits on Ginger's litter. Speaking of, I got a picture that I can't post because I know Facebook and Instagram will take it down. But uh, Seth did mount Ginger, but did not tie. And she was receptive to it. So it is coming. We do give them multiple chances a day to go bow chicky wow wow. And that means if she gets knocked up end of May, middle end of May, right? June, July, she should pop them out. August, September, they can go home. So that'll be fun uh, to, to have her litter right after Lucy's litter. And then... Uh, Candy should be coming due. The problem is the vets have been closed. Candy needs her eyes done and she needs her halter monitor test done. And now her echo, yes, her echo came back excellent. She's done it twice now, I believe, and they've come back excellent. They can't detect any murmurs, but you still have to do a halter monitor, okay? 
And we have not done the halter monitor yet because we were going to wait until about now because she came into heat in February. So we're expecting her to come into heat again in July or August. And uh, so we'll see if I can get that done. Uh, so we need that done and we need her eyes done. And there is a vet down in Tampa who can do eyes. Uh, depending on if Roma's here, I can do Roma's eyes. I can do Candy's eyes. I can do everybody who needs done with their eyes. Maybe Tucker, if he's still with us, get his eyes prelim done. Now, eyes you have to do yearly. Um, so we have that. And I think the Goldens were done. I just think she didn't submit them um, in January. So we have those. Um, but for Goldens, it's hips, elbows, eyes, and heart. For gold, for poodles, it is something different. Um, so yeah, yeah, we have we have that. That will be probably the next breeding is uh, either Candy or Roma. Candy the Doberman or Roma the Poodle. Not sure which one. It depends on Roma needs her health testing. I want to say it's thyroid, eyes, and hips. I think. Uh, is is what they recommend. You know what? I'm going to look it up while we're sitting here. While I'm sitting here. Oh, because you know how I am. Now that's going to bother me. Uh, OFA. Then you go OFA.org and you go to diseases and you go to browse by breed. They have a cute golden on the cover. Uh, and you go to P for poodle and it's a standard poodle is what we're looking at. Okay, hip dysplasia through OFA or pen hip. Eye exam, but you need the ophthalmologist for that. And then health electives. You need to do one of the following, either thyroid or essay by a dermapathologist or the cardiac stuff. I think that a thyroid, I hate to do it this way, but thyroid is going to be the easiest for me to get done um, because the vet draws it, spins it, ships it, and then they take care of it at the approved laboratory or laboratory. Uh, the approved dermapathologist, I, I assume UF would have them. And then the heart exam, it's hard enough for me to figure out how to get candy in for a heart exam, let alone two of them, okay? And like I said, every, everyone's closed. You know, the vets are closed unless it's emergency stuff. And they're not going to assume that, you know, eye testing for breeding is an emergency, but it is for me. Uh, waiting is the hardest part. Uh-huh. Any special site you purchase from? Uh, for the Embark, I got it from the Embark site, but there are, I think, 150 on there. They have a breeder special where they're like 130 for two of them. And then for puppies, it's four for 396. So that's why I got them. For, for $99 a puppy, uh, now there are four, four females in the litter. I don't know if we're going to do all four females. Or I'm really tossed up between two of them that I really like right now, but they're also only two, not even two and a half weeks old. So a lot of things can change and we're going to want to have them rather than not have them. So I think we'll just do all four of the females uh, and see. But we do have two potential females who would be available, depending on which female Melissa takes. Uh, you know, that, that we're looking at, uh, we have two of them in mind to continue breeding. And it might be that we keep both of them and see which one turns out best. But not sure yet. That's all things put on in our heads. I've been working on Hope's website today, a little bit about Dream Dog's website today, um, waiting for our three goats who are waiting to have babies and putting the Goldens out and watching them and seeing if, if they tie. That is the big thing. Now, Lucy and Seth tied twice, and we got 12 puppies. 
So that'd be pretty nice. Um, you know, we're just waiting. He shows some interest, but he's not being a horn dog yet. So that's always good too. But I do get, so I do have people who contact and it's so funny. Oh my gosh, that's so expensive. How dare you ask that much money for a puppy? There are puppies that are more expensive. There are goldens that are more expensive. You know, do you understand? Like, do you watch these videos and see everything that's involved with it? So yeah, they're not cheap dogs. They're not. And if you're looking for, I need a cheap dog, don't come to me because they're not going to be cheap. But one of the nice things that, because we weren't sure exactly the direction that we were going to take Hope. And we decided that what we were going to do is, as we breed the dogs, uh, we'd keep the ones who who were the best female and the best male, basically. Best female for breeding, the best male for service dog work. And then what we would do is place them. And for us, do we want it? Because we could take the whole litter and we could work like dogs. Ha ha ha. I'm punny tonight. Um, we could work our, our fingers to the bone trying to do it or doing a half-ass job at it, which we don't want to do. So for us, it's not a matter of numbers, of quantity. We want quality over quantity. So what we're doing is some of the dogs are going to go into pet homes. I already have some pet homes for them. I have some other ones, like I said, I'm waiting to hear from. I have some service dog homes that we're waiting to hear from. Not every dog is going to be service dog material. Not every dog is going to be pet dog material. And that's fine. That's kind of what the temperament test is for. And as I mentioned, I believe it was last week, I'm excited to see what the temperament test shows compared to what we're seeing in their person <coughs> personalities now at whatever they are, two weeks old, two and a half weeks old. Okay. And they're starting to move around. I told you they don't look like little blobs anymore. They actually look like puppies. They're getting their legs underneath them and they're walking and such. And being able to do that, it's kind of nice because, you know, they're moving, they're walking, they're, they're, they're like puppies and seeing how they're doing. I told you that we had noticed that the bigger ones who weren't getting bottle fed were getting a little bit, they didn't understand human touch. So Karen decided let's bottle feed all of them. That was fantastic. We did that. And then we didn't have that problem anymore. So there's little things like that. Would the next litter have that same issue? I have no idea. But we are able to figure it out and, and to work with that. Now, how many breeders first do that? First, second, how many breeders put as much stuff up as what we're putting up? And you have to know these things. I don't know what Gypsy's breeder did with her whenever, you know, before we got her. Uh, because she, I got two pictures of Gypsy. That was it, two pictures. And, uh, and that was it for the entire eight weeks. It killed me, you know? Like, so excited. Stop saying like. I was so excited to, to get this puppy and to not get anything except for two pictures during the full eight weeks. Oh, it was, it was terrible. Uh, you know, Jenga was a surprise. And we weren't expecting him until summer so we were going to push him back until fall whenever Ivan sent me a couple pictures and said hey I've got your dog uh so that was pretty cool uh candy we got as an adult uh Rue we picked out as a puppy and we were in touch with his breeder but it's it's nice being able to put so much on you know I just hope I know some people are getting their hearts set on different colored puppies and I'm hoping that the puppies mesh up with that household 
uh, because that is more important than, you know, whatever color puppy it is. Um, but yeah, yeah, just fun things to, uh, to keep in mind. So we decided to keep one from this litter uh, to train up as a service dog. And then the money coming in, because we are charging for the puppies, um, the money coming in uh, gets to go towards that. Now we had done a restaurant fundraiser back on Giving Tuesday of last year. So 2019, it was beginning of December, I think December 3rd, 2019. Uh, we did our, our one and only restaurant fundraiser. Uh, we did pull in a couple hundred. It was a very cold night, um, but a couple hundred and the service dog is 25,000 or more. So you're talking a hundred fundraisers, right? Because 10 would be 2,000. So a hundred would be 20,000, more than that, you know, a hundred fundraisers. So if you do them every week, a fundraiser, which you can't do a fundraiser every week, you're talking two years before that puppy is paid for, you know, you can't do that. You can't. So all the puppies right now are potentials for the ones that we keep. I don't know which one it is that we're going to keep. So all of them get the same. Okay. And that means that you guys get to benefit from that. How nice is that? You guys get puppies who are done the best that they can in order to, to be the best that they can. And maybe one of them will be a service dog, you know, for somebody who, who needs to have a service dog. And, uh, you guys get to help us with that. I, the money that you, that you pay goes towards that. And I think that's, that's pretty neat. I think that's a pretty nice way of doing it. It's a lot of work, <laughs> but it's a pretty nice way of doing it. And then we're sure that the, the, the dog we have is going to be the best candidate for that, for what we need too. So we might need a male. So he's bigger. We might need a scent dog because we're going to do up for diabetic. We might need a bigger dog because we're going to do mobility. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what all happens. Uh, if you are interested, go to hopeservicedogs.org and request an application packet now. If you want to be considered for it, for this puppy that we're going to be keeping, you need to be a resident of Florida, okay? And you need to have one of the disabilities that we help train, uh, which is not guide dogs. I don't do guide dogs. If you need a guide dog, go to Southeastern Guide Dogs. They do a really good job from what I hear. Um, but yeah, so health testing. Uh, DNA testing. Uh, our goal with the dogs next uh, is to get the Canine Good Citizens and then the CGC Advanced and CGC Urban on Lucy, Seth, and Ginger. Uh, Lucy has been doing such a good job as mom. That's her primary focus right now. Uh, Ginger, like I said, she's coming into heat, so she's a little bit, I don't want to say mopey, but uh, she's excited a lot of times. Uh, but she, she's, she's doing well. And then Seth is learning to be a gooder, gooder boy. Gooder boys are always good. Uh, but yeah, we do want to get them. And ideally, I'd like once they get their CGC, it's heck easy to get a novice trick dog title. So we could do that and get novice trick dog title. One of them is kennel up and that is Ginger's favorite. You can let her in. Uh, we just moved crates around and we added an extra crate to the end. So usually Seth is at the end and then Ginger's right beside but we had an extra crate. And so we popped that extra crate there and when she ran and she went right to her crate, even with the extra crate there, she knew it wasn't the second one. She knew which crate was hers. And I thought that was really cute. Um, but we have 
<coughs> we have four dogs in. I want to say four dogs in four. Uh, for all for service dog, um, board and train. Service dog, board and trains are my favorite. Board and trains to have in and to do. Uh, one of them came in last night from Washington State. And uh, that is Lucina. Lucina. Uh, I had an aunt, a great aunt uh, named Lucinda. So every time I go to say her name, I have to remember it. There's no D, there's no D, there's no D. But Lucina, and uh, she's a Great Dane. So you'll see her. And then Tucker's the standard poodle. He came in last weekend. Uh, we've known him since he was a pup. Um, we have Maui, who is the Vishla. She's been here for about a week and a half already. And then we have uh, Carice, who's been here a little over a week, just over a week. And, uh, and they're all doing well. Uh, they weren't really in the mood to work this morning. So they got their walk this morning. And when we pulled them to work them about an hour or so later, they all were just kind of meh. I really don't want to. I don't want to eat. I'll just meh. I don't want to. Please don't make me. So we'll see how they do uh, tonight. Uh, because, you know, it all depends. It all depends on the person. But even though we do a lot with service dogs, we also do a lot with pet dogs, too. And there's no shame or harm in that. Yeah, you know, if we can do this with service dogs and turn service dogs into the best dogs out there, imagine what we could do with your pet dog, too, who doesn't need to be task trained so we can spend more time on other things. Um, but no, it works out really good. Um, what questions? Do you guys have any questions for me? Okay. I know we've been doing shorter ones, and it'll be a shorter one tonight, too. It's not going to be one of my long forever podcasts. Um, we want... I want to go see those puppies in Gainesville, and I can't. Uh, but I know she that Karen is going to start opening uh, up for people to come and visit with her, uh, visit with the puppies, um, socialize with the puppies. So if that is something that you're interested in, you can go ahead and message me, or you can message Karen uh, on on Facebook or private message, and uh, and I can put you in touch. You do have to live in or around Gainesville because that is where the puppies are. They are not out here at the ranch yet but we'll see what happens with that uh because i kind of want them out here oh yeah that's me notification some someone's live on uh uh on hope yeah is karen live is she doing puppies no it, it's me that's live that works uh but yeah so we um things are going well when I listen to the puppies, Jenga doesn't know what to make of it. So if he's in his crate, he's fine. Um, but if he's out of the crate, he um, he runs over to see what's going on. It's kind of cute, and it's kind of sad, and it's kind of weird all at the same time. Um, otherwise, I'm not getting any responses. Uh, sometimes it doesn't show it to me. Oh, Rich needs a new phone. Haha. <laughs> So we need to get that taken care of, and we might do that and just have it shipped here. Um, but he needs a new phone, uh, so he's looking. He's so fantastic. He wants me to get a, because uh, what happens is I get the new phone and he gets my phone. Because I'm the one who does everything for the business. I'm the one who takes all the pictures. I'm the one who does all the video. I do all the, except for this where I'm sitting at the computer. As you can see my hands, I'm not holding anything. Uh, I do all the live stream stuff is always done on my phone. Our Saturday um Virtual class is done via my phone. Uh, all the pictures and videos and stuff is done via my phone. 
So he wants, and since we're running two businesses, we have hope and we have dream dogs on it. He, he says, you know, you need to get that iPad or iPad, iPhone 11 pro max one. I really don't want to spend that much on a phone. I'd rather, but his phone needs to, his phone, he had my old phone and it, and it, it, it died. He can't even get the charger cord in it. Uh, so we would need to, the, the front is cracked so he could fix that and then figure out what to do. He, he stopped at the store and they couldn't help him. Uh, they said it, the charger cord's not going in the whole way. So there's something in there. And I know what it is, is it's dark. Because mine, I like OtterBox cases because this protects the charging port. He didn't have that. And he put it in his pocket with, you know, sand and dirt and hay. And that's not good for a phone. So he he grabbed his old one, which is an iPhone 6 is what he's currently using. Maybe a 6S, but it's an iPhone 6. And, uh, and he had them transfer over to that. So he has a a phone that that works uh, um so yeah so we need to look into that uh he needed new shoes too so we ordered new shoes super fun stuff right but he he walks the dogs and he can't walk them right now so that's why why he hasn't had one lately why he hasn't gone out and got it uh, we are dying for Disney to reopen. I cannot wait to go to Disney. And pretty soon we'll be able to go to Disney with Golden Retriever Fluff Balls, which will be super fun. I cannot wait to go back to Universal. <clears throat> Karen has her new van, so we're going to have fun doing both of those, uh, which will be super awesome. But, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's it. We're doing um, Chinese beef and broccoli for dinner tonight, so I'm going to go and see what they're doing for that. I'm going to see if one of my three goat mamas had their babies and work with the board and trains. So I will see you guys on Saturday for our virtual group class, um, 10 a.m. on uh, Dream Dogs page. And then we have, uh, this should be next Tuesday too. I don't think I'll, it'll get rescheduled for that fast. So I will talk to y'all later.